about 10 years ago, I wandered into a, a, a dinner gathering in New York City, much like this, and I saw all these really motivated, successful, intelligent, engaging people, and it turned out they were Christians. And I had come to kind of loathe and fear and have a deep suspicion about Christianity for a number of reasons I don't get into, into now. But it re-engaged me in a process of looking at my own spirituality in a very generous and reflective way. And I was in a place where I was probably very successful on the, outwardly, uh, and I thought, you know, I'm making more money in a week than I'd ever made in a year. And, you know, you kind of... And, and, and you come up with a very superficial valuation of your significance. You may just have shown up at the right time, at the right place, in the right company. But that doesn't mean you're a better person than someone else. And there's a tremendous danger, ego and pride and, 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 and the lens of self-regard, as opposed to people that are struggling. The kids on my street that I just grew to love and be friends with that included me in such an extraordinary way in their circle, that meant more to me than having uh, you know dinner on the Highlander with the Forbes family or all the perks that came with the job I was in at the time. Or, but I kept convincing myself, even though I felt an emptiness, a real emptiness. I can't tell you exactly why. I think it was probably like um, Blaise Pascal's, the, the, the God-shaped hole in every person. They can only be I tried to fill it with all kinds of things. But I thought, since I'm going back and forth on private jets, and I'm in the med on private yachts, and I'm dating cover models from the fashion industry, and I'm hanging out with young royals and and movie stars, and so I thought, this is, you know, at least it's an elegant death spiral. <laughs> but, I, but I wasn't terribly happy, and I thought, I, the main thing is that you think I'm really happy and successful. So I put on this patina of, yeah, everything's great. You know, I had all the right sunglasses, and it, I mean, really, it was just kind of, you know, f- funny on a certain level, but it was sad, too. Uh, and I remember uh, just this deep, deep set. I was a high alcohol consumer. I never called myself an alcoholic, but I was drunk probably six out of seven nights a week. An occasional and then higher and higher cocaine consumer. But I wasn't doing cocaine up in you know, Harlem or some disenfranchised part of the community. I was doing it in a Fifth Avenue you know, $20 million triplex apartment. Um, you know, so if you're, you know, if you're in this environment, you're convincing yourself all the time that, there's, that, that it's okay. But at the same time, uh, so many of my friends are agnostic or, or atheist or, or whatever they are ex- interested in Eastern tradition. Uh, but I think we've got to enter a place where we can learn from each other. And uh, this is why I'm spending more and more of my time in the developing world with the desperately poor and learning more from them than I could probably ever teach them. But learning more about the joyousness of simple human community. Now, that's really my message. Technology is just a ruse. I come in to talk about technology because I've experienced so much of it. But in the end, I think what we need is humanity. And you're right. If we don't make these disciplined efforts, we're going to fail as a society, and, and faster than we might think.